Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio, coming to you live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. It is great to be with you. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 on the Eastern, on the East Coast. And again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast for all you early birds listening on Sports Overnight America. Uh, a full slate of Premier League matches coming up uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I'm going to break down every single one of them. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win. I'm going to give you some money lines courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's look at the Premier League. Let's see where we are. Big news, though, coming out of the world of football. Kylian Mbappe, the most closely watched player in the world right now, other than Lionel Messi, in terms of people trying to prognosticate where he's going to go, has said loudly and clearly it's Real Madrid or it's Liverpool. Interesting. Let's talk about it. What would the addition of Kylian Mbappe to Liverpool mean to the Reds? And could that recharge another title run next year? And is Fenway Sports Group going to bankroll such a move? Lots of discussion there regarding Liverpool. Let's talk about the Premier League table. Uh, big result today. Wolverhampton Wanderers getting the win uh, again in their match against Leeds United. And once again, I must say, Leeds United, one of the most entertaining teams in the Premier League. There's so much to love about this team that just doesn't know the word quit. And I think if you're just a sports fan in general, this is one thing you just love to see from any team. You don't have to be a supporter of Leeds United. You just have to love sport, to love watching a team that just doesn't give up. That certainly Leeds United. We do have some pretty big matches coming up this weekend, including a big Merseyside derby uh, at Anfield, or a big London derby, West Ham, Tottenham. Lots on the line on that one. Arsenal, Man City, that's a biggie at the Emirates. Um, boy, a lot of talking points today. No doubt about it. Find me on Twitter. I'm at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Send me a note. Send me a tweet. Send me a text. Whatever you want. Let's chat. I do have a lot of listeners that communicate with me on a regular basis, and that is a fabulous way uh, to make yourself a part of the show. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a break. I'll be right back with more on World Soccer Radio. <laughs> Well, right now, Liverpool are favourites at minus 213 on the money line, that courtesy of betonline.ag, and that is just an example. There are loads more, whether you want the Premier League, the Champions League, the NBA, uh, college basketball, the NHL. If you want to bet on reality television shows, The Voice, anything like that. You know, there's lots of places... There is only one that I recommend, though, and that's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Look, they've got everything you want for the game, no matter what your game is. They've got team odds, spreads, prop bets, some of the best in the business. Plus, they have a casino, which never closes, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You want to get your casino, Jones? They can take care of you. 
and a fabulous poker room. It's all at betonline.ag. Head over there right now. Check out some of the great offers. And right now, sign up. You're going to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's a 50% bonus on your first deposit. It doesn't get better better than that. Head over right now, betonline.ag, and make them your online sportsbook experts. And as I like to say and do say every time I talk about it, betting on sports is lots of fun, but do it responsibly and make it an entertainment and not a lifestyle, and then everyone will come on. Everyone will be a winner at that point. All right, so the Premier League weekend upon us. Uh, you know, I have been now singing this song for a number of weeks on this show about Manchester City and their consistency and the fact that they haven't lost a game since the end of November. Well, the third week of November, to be exact, when they lost to Tottenham Hotspur. And we were talking about a blip and Pep Guardiola being long in the tooth and them needing a refresh and this, that, and the other. And look, since that time, they have been nothing but spectacular. That's right, 16 games, 14 wins, two draws. I mean, that is a brilliant run by any stretch of the imagination. And that is what you call title-winning consistency. They are going to be playing Arsenal. I'm going to break the game down for you in the next segment. Don't worry about it, but I will say I fully expect them to win. They may not score a boatload of goals, and even though their goal tally has been increasing, it's not been what's done it for them this season. It's been the defensive side of the football that has done it for Manchester City, to use an NFL term. They have conceded 15 goals in 24 matches. It is an absolutely astounding number. So when we look at the table, I think the City run will continue. So really, what is still to play? What's up in the air? What's the juggling match going on? Well, obviously... It's top four, where Leicester City are trying to make their top four credentials heard, where Man United trying to rebound, come back strong, and they've done it, although it's been a rough few matches for them. They are still firmly in second place. Liverpool, they are out of the top four, if you could believe it, although by only two points. West Ham United currently above Liverpool. They have a very, very tough road to play West Ham United. Uh, they're going to be hosting Tottenham Hotspur. Everton-Liverpool, what a huge match this is. If Liverpool win, if Everton win, they go equal on points to Liverpool. And uh, there is so much to see here. So much to see. Uh, we certainly don't want to miss a moment of it. On the other side of the game, on the other side of the table, down below, Fulham. Big draw against Burnley. They have a huge match this weekend against Sheffield United. An absolute monster of a match. They are only six points back of Newcastle United, Sheffield United. Well, you know, they were just awful this season. Have been awful, but they managed to put together a few results in the last five. They got shellacked 3-0 at the London Stadium by West Ham United. This is a chance for Fulham to close the gap since Newcastle United are going to be playing Man United. We have to ask ourselves just how tenuous is Steve Bruce's hold on his job at Newcastle United. I would suggest to you uh, it is pretty tenuous. All right, let's talk about it. Kylian Mbappe, he's uh, talking about leaving PSG. And right now, by the way, if you're not looking at PSG as a potential 
favorite for the Champions League, there's something wrong. This is a team that has been built to do nothing but win the Champions League and has disappointed. So the pressure is on this team enormously. Of course, their huge result over Barcelona in Spain has, uh, you know, speaks volumes. But at the end of the day, if this team wins the Champions League or makes a deep run or craps out, I guess any scenario, if you look at PSG, I think this team is going to have a massive retooling. I just wonder how much ownership, it's Middle Eastern ownership, by the way, is going to want to keep plowing into a team that has little or no domestic television revenue possibility because they play in Ligue 1, uh, whose Champions League, they just almost sort of almost runs but never quite get far enough unless they can do it this year. Fascinating stuff. However, this team is going to dismantle and Mbappe is going to be looking for brighter and bigger stages to play on because he's not only interested in those Champions League games, he's interested in his league games. You have to look at Mbappe and think he's going to go. Look, I just wonder a guy like that, if who's young, who's physical, who's fit, who's got his whole career ahead of him, if he may not be looking at the Premier League thinking, you know, this is the biggest league in the world. You can say what you want about La Liga, okay? The Premier League, the biggest league in the world in terms of eyeballs, in terms of revenue, in terms of general overall exposure. And I think a guy like Mbappe is going to look at the Premier League and say, I want to go there. And if he does go there, he said the only place he wants to go is Liverpool Football Club. Well, you have to ask yourself, what would the addition of a guy like Mbappe mean to Liverpool? How much would that change them? Because you have to think, well, first of all, you have to ask yourself the question. If Liverpool didn't suffer the level of injuries they did, would they be running away at the top of the table? Well, I think you can answer that question, and that question would be, I think we would be seeing a repeat of two seasons ago, where it's Liverpool and City neck and neck. Remember, Liverpool lost the league by one point. I think we would be seeing more of a repeat of that because Liverpool dropped a couple of games with Virgil van Dijk earlier on in the season, so losing van Dijk in and of itself wasn't the sole reason why their see, the, the wheels have come off the rail. It's a combination. It's a, it's, it's a combination of fatigue, of injuries, of, uh, of, of mental fatigue, of having finally won the title and having to stand up to the plate and get it done again. And, and that's tough. But I think if they hadn't had the injuries, we would be looking at this sort of battle of the big boys. United have been, you know, remarkably inconsistent throughout the season. I say remarkably, it's not really. Uh, they are building nicely for a solid future, no doubt about it. Uh, but you can expect to see inconsistency for United, certainly the rest of this season, probably next. And I think by the season after that, they will become another powerhouse player of consistency. Uh, so... If Mbappe goes to Liverpool, that could be the piece that they need to continue or to rebuild or to reassert their dominance in the Premier League over all but Manchester City, by the way. <laughs> I, want to, I want to preface that because other than last season where they did dominate every team, it's been, you know, it's been, it's been a, a neck and neck race.
I mean, Pep Guardiola's side is pure quality. And you can see that, how they deal with adversity, as I was talking about it earlier. You know, when they're not scoring goals, they're not conceding. And so they're giving themselves a chance. They're giving them the opportunity to get the points, which, you know, that's what Man United are not doing. That's what Liverpool are not doing. That's what Chelsea are not doing. And when they need to, they can score goals. When they're getting their guys back, they're scoring goals. Look, Pep Guardiola's got it down. That team believes. That team has a system. That team will win the Premier League. If Mbappé goes to Liverpool, we will be seeing a very interesting two or three years ahead. All right, I have to go to break. I'll be right back with more on World Soccer Radio. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Networks, uh, Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app, and I'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It's such a pleasure and a privilege to speak with you guys as I do each and every weeknight from 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again at midnight Pacific. That's 3 a.m. on the East Coast for all you early birds listening on Sports Overnight America. If you miss any part of the show, never fear. You can always check us out on our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Uh, Go ahead, head over there and subscribe to the show. And uh, you get a download every time we post some new content. And you can also find us on Spotify and uh, all the you know, Apple iPodcasts, all the normal podcast outlets. We are there as well. So let's get on with the Premier League, shall we? Uh, a lot of big matches coming up over the weekend. Um, and, you know, we're going to learn more. Although how much more we can learn at this point uh, with, you know, 14 matches left in the season... Uh, Man City currently 10 points ahead of Man United, uh, currently 15 points ahead in terms of goal differential. Uh, There's not a hope in hell that anybody's catching Manchester City at this point. This is done and this is dusted. And I have nothing but awe and admiration for what Manchester City have done this season after last season, which was a difficult season for them finishing, you know, 18 points, right, behind Liverpool. Outscoring Liverpool by 17 goals. But they just, you know, it it just was Liverpool ran away with it too early for them and um, didn't really give them an opportunity. And, you know, interestingly enough, by this time last year, Liverpool had a big 3-2 win at Anfield over West Ham United. Uh, that was like the end of February. And, and, and it, was, it was done and dusted. I mean, Liverpool were first in the league from the second game onwards until the last game of the season. This time last year, Liverpool first in the table... And then they went on to have a series of, you know, shall we say, disappointing results, including uh, an away loss at Watford, uh, 3-0, if you remember that one. A shocker. First match they lost all season. Then they lost away at uh, the Etihad, 4-0 to City. And then they lost away at the Emirates to Liverpool. So 
you know, when we look back at the tail end of last season, once Liverpool had kind of put it away and no one was catching them, it became the fire kind of burnt out of the team. In my opinion. And I think the result of that was that coming back this season with all of the issues that they had, they started off the season really well, if you remember. I mean, they did have that early 7-2 loss against Aston Villa, which I think we can all put down to a fluke match. Okay? They did not lose a match until they lost at home against Southampton at the beginning of January. So they lost, uh, of the 16 matches they played up to that point, they lost one. So, I mean, they were really on a tear. But since that point, it's been just bloody awful. So, you know, there's something about this team and something about consistency. And when you look over at Manchester City and what they've done this season, again, last season, I mean, they scored 100 and, gosh, was it, 115 goals, a ridiculous amount of goals. Defensively, they were just, uh, what, 35? I think they let 35 goals in all season. That's almost as many. I think Liverpool let 30 in or 33. I mean, Liverpool have conceded almost as many goals right now in after having played 24 matches than they did the entire season of last season. So things change, things move, issues change but the consistency of Manchester City doesn't and I'm sorry I'm a huge Liverpool supporter if, if you know me you've known me for on the air for 20 plus years uh, you know that's me but I don't see that consistency from Liverpool that I see from Manchester City and no I don't mean you have to win every match by seven goals I mean you have to get the results. I mean, when you stop scoring goals, you have to stop allowing the other team to score goals. You have to do exactly what Pep Guardiola's side has done here in the Premier League. So let's get to it, shall we? Let's start with Southampton uh, versus Chelsea at St. Mary's. We were just talking about Southampton delivering the first defeat of the season to Liverpool outside of that Aston Villa weird game, but certainly the, the first uh, defeat or the second defeat for Liverpool on the season. Uh, this is a team that is capable of shocking, actually, and Southampton a better team than their results have been saying as of late, and uh, they've lost six in a row. Six games in a row they've lost. I mean, that's crazy, right? It's not good. They lost to Leicester. They lost to Arsenal. They lost to Villa. They lost to Man United 9-0. Of course, they had a player sent off in the first minute. Uh, they lost to Newcastle, and they lost to Wolverhampton Wanderers. So, uh, you know, Southampton, not very good. Chelsea, on the other hand, uh, have had their blip. They got rid of Frank Lampard. It seems to have been the right move. Since that time, What I think they lost their first match or their second match. So I'm what to say in the, what's that, eight games that Thomas Tuchel or six, seven games he's been in charge, he's lost one, and the rest have all been wins except for a draw. So <clears throat> he has made an excellent start as a Chelsea manager, 
And, um, you know, five straight wins, uh, or five, yeah, five straight wins, right, in all competitions is really, really good. They're a difficult team to play against, and they're coming up against the sort of polar opposite in Southampton. I don't see Chelsea dropping points at Southampton, uh, and Chelsea are minus 137. Actually, those are some decent odds for Chelsea. I might take them, take Chelsea minus 137 at St. Mary's on the money line. I think that's a decent little wager point for you and would do you well. Let's move on, shall we? Next up, Burnley versus West Bromwich Albion. And Burnley are um, one of these teams that are boring as all get up, to be fair. Uh, This is a team that does not inspire me, does not uh, raise the heart rate at all, and does very little except show that this is one of the most inconsistent teams in the Premier League, a team incapable of putting together any sort of winning run, and to their credit, other than the very beginning of the season, any sort of long, really unwinless streak either. So that's to their credit. And West Bromwich Albion, uh, they got a really good point against Man United in their last match. But, you know, it's now or never for them. They have to win this game. I just don't see it. It's a turf more. Burnley, I think, are going to win this 1-0 against West Brom. They are the odds makers' favorites at minus 101. Uh, I would take Burnley at this point for this match. I think that is the pick of the day. Liverpool, Everton at Anfield. And, you know, this is kind of one of these things where you have to wonder, are Liverpool looking for some payback? Because if you remember on the reverse fixture, this is when Van Dijk was badly injured. Um, The goalkeeper wasn't sent off. He should have been sent off. I mean, it was an absolute disaster. I don't see the same problem now. I think Liverpool are bedded in. And if you look at how they played at Leicester last week, they played better than the result said they played. I mean, Allison, if you can believe it, and, you know, go figure, right? He uh, was responsible for the loss. Two games he's been responsible for the loss. This from a player that probably the most uh, shall we say, reliable player that Liverpool has in terms of the back line, the goalkeeper, the guy that you want to be your rock and your pillar. Um, Liverpool are playing, have a new, uh, new centre-back, Ozan Kabak, who did play against Leicester. Expect to see him again. And look, I think uh, the Champions League result against Red Bull Leipzig was huge in midweek for Liverpool. I think this team is a lot better than their recent results have spoke, have said they are. And I expect a big, big result from them here. And quite frankly, Everton have only taken one point from their last three games. So I'm not sure just how good Everton are right now. They're a good team. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big Everton fan. I think a terrific team. It's just they are in. I think Liverpool might be coming out of their blip in form. And I'm pretty sure that Everton are currently uh, about to dive deeper into their blip in form. Uh, Most recently, they lost uh, the following games. They lost at home. 2-0 to Fulham, if you can believe that. I mean, that was an absolute shocker of a result. Right? And then they lost 3-1 at home to Manchester City. And before then, it was a 3-3 against against United. And then that 2-1 against Leeds. Well, I thought Leeds played terrifically well. And before then, they lost against Newcastle. Everton in a bad run. This is the wrong time for them to face Liverpool at Anfield. 
in the Merseyside derby. For me, I have to take Liverpool here. Minus 213. They are the odds makers' favourites. All right, when we come back after break, we'll go Fulham, Sheffield United, West Ham, Tottenham, Aston Villa, Leicester, Arsenal, City, United, Newcastle, and we'll even cover Monday's match, Brighton, Crystal Palace. So stay with me, folks. We are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I'll be right back after this. Well, that is the Gang of Four, in case you're wondering who that is. At Home, He's a Tourist, a great song. I love Gang of Four. You should check them out, sadly. Uh, another band suffered a loss due to COVID. Too many of them. Way too many of them. Uh, all right. Uh, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio. Nick Eber with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Uh, we are breaking down all the matches in the Premier League. We got as far as we just wrapped up a little analysis of the Merseyside derby. And now we are making our way over to the next one, which is Fulham uh, versus Sheffield. This at Craven Cottage. Let's get to that in a minute. Uh, before I get on with it, a couple of news items outside of the uh, normal thing we're talking about Mbappe. Of course, the other guy we want to look at um, is, you know, what's going to happen with Jose Mourinho? I mean, ESPN are reporting that Daniel Levy's going to wait till the end of the season to see how he's doing. Why do you hire a manager like Mourinho and not give him the time he needs to do what he needs to do? You know, it's not like uh, uh, you're just giving someone an aspirin and miraculously the headache goes away. Spurs are a good team. They're not deep enough. I mean, we can talk about this another show, but that would be a mistake. Uh, Lionel Messi hasn't decided yet where he's going to be playing next season. That's another one you want to look at very carefully and decide, is there any way, is there any how that you think Messi could somehow be lured to playing in Major League Soccer? I've been hearing this. The boards are filled with it. I think not a chance, all right? Not a chance. Um, Christian Pulisic, that's a great question. Does he stay at Chelsea uh, or not? He's not getting as much playing time as he hoped. Uh, you know, it's it's really one of these things where under Tuchel, I think it's a system change more than a player change, and certainly uh, injury has not, uh, you know, has been uh, had has had a bad effect on him uh, for sure. Um, by the way, Thierry Henry about to be named manager of Bournemouth in the Championship, and uh, he's going to have to leave Montreal Impact for that, but that is going to happen. And uh, we're talking about um, Mbappe. We spoke about that. Uh, those are about the uh, about the big stories going on. We will talk about them more when we don't have a full slate of Premier League games to get to. So let's do it, shall we? Craven Cottage, uh, Fulham playing Sheffield United. And there's a lot to like about Fulham. Obviously not their league position right now, but they are starting to get some spacing between themselves and West Brom and Sheffield, who really, I would say at this point, are going to be occupying two of the three relegation positions without much of a question about it now Fulham have put together some decent results they actually haven't lost in the last three games they got a draw against West Ham they got a big win away at Goodison Park and then a draw against Burnley a score draw 1-1 they are playing Sheffield United 
dead bottom of the league, lost last two in a row against West Ham and Chelsea. They did have a couple of nice wins that they needed. They've only got three wins on the season, same as Fulham. Fulham, though, um, if you think about it, uh, have 10 draws on the season. The only team that's drawn more than Fulham is Brighton with 11. And it's those draws that have given Fulham the points that they need to get close, get close to getting out of the drop zone. And right now they're six points behind Newcastle and playing the worst team in the league at Craven Cottage at that, in that small pitch where Fulham plays so well. I am going to take Fulham on this one at home, plus 116, plus money for Fulham. And they're going to close the gap with Newcastle United because Newcastle currently have a trip to Old Trafford. I can't see him winning that one, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, well, let's move on, shall we, to the Sunday matches. The London Stadium, West Ham United, will be hosting Tottenham Hotspur. And this will be an interesting game. First of all, obviously, it's a London derby. Second of all, pressure definitely piling in on Tottenham. There's no doubt about it. In the last six games or five matches, they've only won one. They've lost four. And that match they won was at home against West Brom. They lost badly away at City. They lost at home to Chelsea 1-0. They lost away at Brighton 1-0. And they lost uh, at home to Liverpool. So a string of really bad results from Chelsea has seen them fall from uh, what was fifth place in the league now to ninth, 36 points. Now, look, they're still in sniffing distance of where they need to get to. This is a huge match for Tottenham playing a, a lively West Ham team uh, under the very able uh, tutelage of one David Moyes, uh, who have really been outstanding since middle of December. They've only lost two games. There's so much to like about this West Ham team who are in form, flying high, fifth place and of course Tottenham pretty much the opposite but honestly Harry Kane is back for Spurs uh, and you know that's why you don't want to knee jerk at Jose Mourinho because Harry Kane's been injured Harry Kane's back from Spurs uh, West Ham uh, you know this is a draw or a, an away win so I'm going to actually take the draw at plus 230 for this one they will split a point each Villa Park a very difficult trip by the way Leicester City going to go to Villa Park. Villa got absolutely murdered in what was a bizarre match, by the way, um, in that nil-nil uh, against Brighton. I mean, they were like <laughs> they were like the receiving end of a boxing match. But they stuck around. They got the draw. Big point for them. This Villa team is so interesting because this is a remarkably uh, streaky team. <laughs> you just, I mean, they've gone on some, and they've had some wild results, right? I mean, some truly wild results. And then they've had some really crappy results. And so you just, it's just hard to know what you get with this Aston Villa team, which Villa team is going to show up at any particular time. In terms of wins, well, you know, you have to go back to October when they beat Liverpool 7-2. Uh, at Villa Park. Uh, this one against Leicester City. I think Leicester City are looking really good, actually. Um, Leicester obviously looking for that top four finish. Villa looking to get points. I'm going to take a draw on this one. Just got to move along here because I don't want to run out of time. Plus 260. Second draw of the weekend. You want to pick that one up. All right. Arsenal, Manchester City. What a fascinating match this will be. You know, if I think if Man City had caught Arsenal, say... 
end of January, it would be a more interesting match. Because Arsenal, to me, are a team that live and die on the mental game. And right now, they're kind of dying on the mental game. They had that nil-nil at home against United. Then they lost 2-1 away at Molyneux. They lost 1-0 away at Villa Park. And then they had a victory 4-2 at home against Leeds. But that Leeds are playing the type of football Arsenal wants to play. Man City won't. They're difficult to break down. For me, uh, Arsenal are just not scoring enough goals. That's their problem. And to score against a team like City, who are prolific in their defense, is not going to happen. So I'm actually going to take Manchester City for this win, minus 192. And as Sonny and Cher like to say, the beat goes on with Manchester City. All right, next up, Old Trafford, Man United, Newcastle United. Now, United have had a bit of a blip in form, and I literally mean that as a little bit of a blip in form, where they've dropped points. Yeah, they lost at home to Sheffield United 2-1. Okay, that was a shocker of a result, but it's not like we haven't seen a bunch of those in the Premier League so far this season. Then they had that nil-nil against Arsenal. Okay, that was a draw, kind of to be expected. Then they had that 9-0 win over Southampton. 9-0. And then they had two draws in a row. 3-3 against Everton. And 1-1 against West Brom at the Hawthorns. That, to me, was a shocker. The problem that United have right now, if they have one is injuries. And I think that it's one of these things where, much like we talk about Jamie Vardy at Leicester or Harry Kane, uh, you know, at, um, <coughs> excuse me, at Tottenham, United have problems. Right now, Pogba, Cavani, Van Der Beek, McTominay, Phil Jones, uh, they're all injured. Phil Jones has been out for a while. They're not due back until the 21st or so. So they are due back for this game. Cavani, Van Der Beek, and McTominay. Uh, what sort of form are they going to be in? Are they going to be fit enough? That's the question. But honestly, as long as Bruno Fernandes is playing, and he did play midweek uh, in the Europa League, I think they will be fine. I'm going to take Man United for this one. Uh, minus 370 at home. The odds makers would seem to agree with me. On that, on to the final match of the weekend, and it is uh, a, a interesting match if you follow teams that may not be top of the table, biggest name teams in the world. Uh, Brighton versus Crystal Palace, and Brighton, you have to remember, are actually really, really, really in form right now. If you can believe it, if you can believe I'm saying that, and I am, they have not lost in what six six matches. They've actually not lost since middle of January when they got beat 1-0 by City. Since that time, they beat, they beat Leeds. They drew Brighton. They beat Tottenham. They beat Liverpool. They drew uh, Burnley. And they drew Villa. So a really, really good string of results for Brighton. And for Palace, not so much. Their results have kind of been on the other side. They lost 2-0 away at Ellen Road to Leeds. And they lost 3-0 at home. Um, to Burnley at Selhurst Park. So for me, I'm telling you, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think this is a Brighton victory. Brighton pick up three points. That'll take them to 29. They will not be in any danger of relegation. I'm going to take Brighton Hove Albion 
minus 132 on this match and the odds makers once again would agree with me all right those are the matches for the weekend so i've gone through them all if you want to place a wager you need to go to our title sponsor betonline.ag they will take care of you over there make them your online sportsbook experts and remember bet responsibly don't bet more money than you can afford bet as much as you would say to go on a afternoon out at the movies if the movie theater was open because you know we all know these days they're not let me recap what we got southampton chelsea take chelsea minus 137 burnley west brom take burnley minus 101 liverpool everton at anfield i'm going with the home favorites liverpool minus 213 fulham sheffield united at craven cottage Plus 116 for Fulham. That's what I'm taking. West Ham Tottenham at the London Stadium. I'm saying a draw. A plus 230. Villa Leicester. This is at Villa Park. I'm going to take another draw here at plus 260. Arsenal Man City. I don't see anyone stopping Man City. Minus 192. Take Manchester City. Manchester United Newcastle. I'm going with the home team at Old Trafford. Take United, minus 370. And finally, Brighton Crystal Palace. Again, going with the home team, minus 132. Take Brighton. Those are your picks for the weekend, courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. Let me know how you did. You can send me a tweet at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can send me a Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, also, just a reminder, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. If you're listening on Sports Overnight America, you can find us on any digital platforms, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning SiriusXM app. You can find our podcast at our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Check us out there. Subscribe. You could also do it on Spotify, iTunes podcast, Stitcher, you name it. We're everywhere you want to be. All right, going to wrap it all up. When I come back after the break, this is World Soccer Radio. from Motorhead. Gotta love Motorhead. Lemmy, R.I.P. Ah, even I'm talking in, I don't know, letters, numbers. Hope you liked my picks for the Premier League. Hopefully I'll do better this weekend. Actually, I didn't do too bad midweek, sort of middling midweek. Weekend was horrible. Midweek and weekend the week before were terrific. So I think if you, I think you're making money with me if you're sticking with me. Um... But I can't promise to win it every week. I wish I could. Otherwise, I wouldn't probably be talking to you. You'd find me on my golf stream. <laughs> you know? Uh, do communicate with me over the weekend. And when yeah, I'm not on the air, you can find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Love to hear from you because the show works best when I hear from you and I get your input. And look, we've I've taken some of our listener comments and they become integral to the show ray orozco a great example we have the ray orozco matrix which is the set of requirements that we hold and look to all teams to in order to establish whether or not they have title credentials and that's our listener ray i don't have the answers or all of them i have a few of them but not all of them 
but you might and your input is valuable and i want to hear it even if you're just calling me a knob end or whatever it is you want to say i want to hear it twitter at nick eber n-i-c-k-g-e-b-e-r facebook facebook.com forward slash world soccer radio that's the best place to reach me i do love twitter i do a fair amount of twittering twittering twattering you know all of that sort of stuff uh, i enjoy it i promise you i'm not twittering any QAnon nonsense that's not me you're not going to get that from me all right well i hope you enjoyed the show i will be back again with you on monday night 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern on these very networks until then I hope you have an absolutely wonderful weekend. Enjoy the football. Go to betonline.ag and place a wager. Do it responsibly and tell me about how you did on Monday. We'll chat then. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.